0: Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: Welcome into to the I Inquirer podcast. Jeremy Werner, to Inquirer publisher here with you. Ashton Washington brings unique skill set to the Smith Center, Really something that no one else in the building has at this time. She's high energy, extremely organized, and brings a different perspective in how we will engage with recruits when they are on the University of Illinois campus. Ashton is a great fit with our staff and program. Those were the words from Lovey Smith in a statement following Illinois football's official hiring of Ashton Washington as director of high school relations. The Houston, Texas native is the first African-American female to join the Illini staff and is one of several trailblazing females infiltrating what has been and still remains a sport dominated by male staff members. Washington has been on the job at Illinois for about four months, but due to the pandemic, the 23-year-old just arrived in Champaign earlier this month. Today, we catch up with Washington to discuss what she's accomplished so far, what she's learned, the challenges of her job during a pandemic, her role as a female in her sport, and the social injustice she is speaking out against. That conversation is next on the Illini Inquirer podcast. Welcome back into the Illini Enquirer podcast, joined by Ashton Washington, Illinois Director of High School Relations. And, and Ashton, you've been on the job here for a few months now. And and while I only get to see you virtually here, um, it is good to see you and in Champaign, uh, because obviously the circumstances have been pretty crazy, but officially, welcome to Champaign.
2: Look, thank you. I'm excited to be here. I love the city. Um, I love the people. Everybody's friendly here. So it feels like I'm still in the South
1: feels like the office is all set up there. What's, what's it been like just getting there, Ashton, and actually having – being inside that football facility?
2: Well, one, the facility is incredible. <laughs> Have you been here, Jeremy?
1: <laughs> yes, it's pretty amazing.
2: It, you know how you see things in pictures, and it's like when you get in person, it's not really the same? I got here, it was even better than the pictures. It's better than the pictures, better than the videos. So I was just like, wow, it's unbelievable. But, you know, get situated within, you know, my own office and everything. They had everything laid out. They had everything ready for me. So walking in, everybody was like, Coach A, hey, what's up? So it felt like I was coming to the family that I knew on Zoom for the past couple months. I,
1: I guess, first of all, if the facility, what surprised you the most? Or what what didn't come through in pictures that you were just – that wowed you even more in person?
2: Um, I believe um, the stadium and how – big the stadium really, really is. And the most important piece to it, and I believe this is for everybody, are the columns. The columns are really what makes it. It was unbelievable. And then my grandpa, he served in Vietnam, and I learned the history behind the columns. And it made me be like, wow, if I I could bring my grandpa here, he would love this stadium.
1: Well, Ashton, you were hired in May. What were your first three, four months, like, doing this job remotely during this time?
2: Um, During this time or during those times when I was at home in Houston was pretty much, of course, you know, getting acquainted with everybody, getting acquainted with the recruiting department, so director of player personnel, director of recruiting, um, and just kind of learning their way and their, I guess, their vision on what they're trying to attack or what they're trying to do this, well, I was about to say this season, but you know how that is right now but just this recruiting cycle, so 2021, 2022. um, So that was pretty much the biggest overall thing. And that's kind of like what we're attacking here in the office now even more. And it's better because we're in person. We're still wearing masks, we're still six feet apart, but you know what I mean? It's a little bit better to spread a vision. I know you can see my board back here. I tried to hide it, (laughs) but it's just better to see everybody in person and kind of see how everybody's working. And then me, as you can tell, I'm a visual learner, or a visual person who, or visual leader. And so with me, I like to write everything out, I like to draw things and just kind of show it that way.
1: I was gonna say, Ashton, what was it like building relationships or trying to do this job virtually? Did you is there anything that you took away that's like, oh, this could really help, or was there something that was really missing that you just don't have when you're doing it via Zoom?
2: I think something that's oh look, I'll start with something that's missing. Something that's missing would have to be That in person, you know, just being in person, the handshake, a hug, anything like that, especially with high school coaches and just getting to know them. Eye contact, I feel like is key for me. So, you know, you can do it on Zoom, but it's not, it's just not the same. I think a positive of Zoom is, you know, being connected across the nation, across the world. You know what I mean? I think that's the positive from it. And then another positive would be how much more we can do in recruiting with the power of my laptop or my cell phone.
1: What were you able to accomplish before you arrived in Champaign on this job, Ash? Um,
2: Meeting high school coaches here in our state of Illinois, because, you know, I'm coming into a new state. So it's kind of like I got to revamp who I am or revamp my brand as Ashton Washington. You know what I mean? Coming to a state, everybody's like, we don't know you. You know what I mean? (laughs) So just building those genuine relationships was key for me. And that's kind of what I worked on towards getting here. Um, I think for me, another thing would be just, I guess you could say, learning our coaching staff, learning our players, personality-wise, not just on the field. So I think that was another key part to this.
1: And obviously when you're in Texas, Ashton, you developed great relationships by going places, right? Being seen, developing relationships. What what are the challenges now of not being able to get kids on campus or go to high schools and all that?
2: I think the challenge now is, you know, with us not playing a season, just keeping the guys that are committed to us already, keep them, I guess, integrated with the University of Illinois football program. You know, what we can – bring or what we can help them accomplish in their own journeys. So I think that's the key thing right now is just keeping those guys committed, keeping them loving us, and building up this next class.
1: So what has been your approach to, to high school coaches and prospects right now? I know you've been part of a lot of Zoom chats and all those things. Um, how have you kind of tried to connect and build those relationships?
2: Uh, well, right now, you already know, we can't talk to any 2022s, so it's kind of hurting, and this dead period is pushing, but I'm, I'm holding on. I say we're all holding on, actually, because, you know, we're excited. We're excited to get this next class rocking and rolling, um, but I think the biggest thing would be phone calls, you know, one by one by one, whether it's personal text messages, whether it's a phone call, just making that happen. I sat at my office for, like, three days making calls. I was like, I'm not giving up. I'm going to keep calling all these high school coaches, and I'm going to keep, you know, keep calling unless they answer. If they don't answer, I'm going to leave a voicemail. They're going to hear from me. They're going to hear my voice. So I think that's the main thing right now for me. Just, yeah. let, them, look, just let them know that we're still here. You know what I mean? Uh, regardless of the situation, we're still looking at film, uh, still trying to be a part of someone's journey and helping them succeed, like I said before.
1: You guys obviously have a couple in-state commitments in this class and and, and that seems to always Ash in covering this program. In-state recruiting is such a big topic around here, um, especially if there's struggles. Um, what have, what has been your experience of the reception in state or or what what have coaches told you they want to see from Illinois?
2: I think for me, the biggest thing that I wanted to know was the negative side, you know? what can we do to help change that or fix that? Or I guess you can say, make it go even stronger or build another relationship rather than Mm -hmm. what was here before me. Mm -hmm. So starting on, I guess you say a fresh slate, but the number one thing was communication. Um, High school coaches in our state said they haven't heard from Illinois in the past couple years, past couple months and so on. And so just kind of establishing those relationships, you know, now and more and just keep those going, like I said before, is the main thing for me. Um, you know, I tell them, you know, whether you have a kid for that can play for Illinois or play in the big 10, you know what I mean? Or if you don't, I'm always here to talk ball. I'm always here just as a genuine relationship, as a good connection to have a resource. So that's something that's kind of changed, I guess you could say, the way they've looked at certain things.
1: I guess being in a, in an actual Division one, you know, Big Ten recruiting department. Ashton, has there been anything that surprised you so far um, about the process, about the, um, I guess, how it's all set up?
2: Um, I think just because I'm coming in at a weird time with COVID nineteen, you know, everything's a little shaken up. Everything's a little different. So I think it's more of recruiting base since we don't have a season you know what I mean or we don't have something to look forward to right now that's happening so it's just different and I'm hearing it from a lot of people around the office you know it's just it's different it's a different time and I think us we're still sitting here on the rails like what's gonna what's next what's what's happening you know what I mean so that's kind of how how it's been or how it is
1: how is morale, Ashton? I mean, you get here, you're excited, there's practice, and then it gets shut down, and, of course, season's postponed. How is morale in that that office right now?
2: Um, well, everybody's still positive. Yeah. So that's the key thing. You know, that that is the just overall key thing. We have got to stay positive in this. Got to stay positive for our players. Um, got to stay positive for one another. That's the most important thing. Just keep it going. And – I like to say we take it one day at a time. That's all we can do, right? Just one day at a time. Ashton,
1: when we talked with you in May, um, we asked you about being one of the trailblazers in your industry, being a female, the first African-American female in the Illinois uh, coaching staff. I'm wondering, have you heard from women or girls since you arrived at Illinois about what it means to see you in this role?
2: Yes, so I remember when I first, got the position or when it first went public on, in May. Um, a lot of students reached out to me email wise so I don't know how they got my email address but they got it they started connecting starting emailing me and me just being me I started emailing back you know saying thank you and just again being a resource for them how I'm a resource for high school coaches. So it's made me really, really happy. It's very heartwarming to know that I've made an impact on someone that I don't even know. You know what I mean? And just getting to know them and adding them to, I guess you could say, my mentees. That's what I'm growing here. Uh,
1: Do you have any specific stories that that really have have resonated with you about that? Because I imagine that's got to feel great.
2: Um, One specific story. So a student here, um, she does her own podcast and she invited me on her podcast and she didn't know I would say yes to her because she's a student. And I was like, yes, I would love to do it. You let me know when I'm on there. So we did the interview, made it happen, and she was excited. And I've just always stayed in contact with her since then. But yeah, I, I had to make it happen as far as students.
1: For as, as, as long of a history, and I know you, your family's been so involved with football and your brother is now at Penn State. Um, it's, it's pretty crazy to me, Ashton, that, you know, a female in this position is still newsworthy, right? Like that we're still at this point where this is newsworthy. Um, but are you seeing the progress you want to see? Uh, like, are, are we, how much are we progressing with females being involved in this sport?
2: Um, I think we are progressing, you know, with me being in this position with others and other positions within the sport of football, I feel like we are progressing. Um, it's not gonna go as fast as we believe it will go, but we are in the right direction.
1: What do you think you've you've brought to Illinois, Ashton, just with a obviously different perspective?
2: Uh, you wanna know, be honest, I think I brought that Southern charm. <laughs> Southern hospitality. <laughs> the like the holding doors, the thank you, the yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no ma'am. I think I brought that. And all the happy good mornings, just little, just the little things.
1: What's it, what's it been like to, to be a part of this staff? I mean, obviously, love you, Smith. I know you've looked up, too. Um, and uh, this is a very diverse staff, as, as we know. Uh, what's it been like just kind of getting to develop these relationships?
2: Um, it's surreal because most of our office, you know, have worked in the NFL, and now they're back here in the college rooms. So I think for me, just learning, Right like coming in okay I you know know things that needs to be done and how I can help but being a student of the game is the most important piece so if me learning from them and them and you know potentially them learning from me or learning new things for me is the main goal or the main picture I've seen here and just with them being so willing to help me and you know I'm not afraid to ask questions <laughs> I ask questions all the time You know what I mean? If I don't know something, I'm not going to act like I do know it. I'm going to ask. And I feel like they've kind of took that in account and like, you know, we're willing to help you along the way.
1: What was it like to drop your brother Parker off at Penn state? Uh, Were you there with your family? (laughs) What was that like?
2: Uh, I didn't want any of our fans to know. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, they're going to be upset. I'm here in happy Valley. This is not a good look um but it was sad it was a sad moment it was a really sad moment i remember leaving happy valley we had a staff meeting we were on zoom i was in the car the car is like packed because we drove up there from texas the car is like packed up behind me and my brother parker he's already gone and then coach smith he asked me he said ashton he said where are you coming from in the middle of the staff meeting (laughs) so all the staff is like yeah where, where are you coming from had to break the news, you know, coming from Happy Valley, but I'm headed to the right place. Champagne.
1: That's right. I think we can make a family excuse, right?
2: Yeah, like it was a family excuse. But like I said, it was a sad moment. I didn't, I didn't want to leave him It's Parker. He's like my child. You know what I mean? Like he's like my little baby. And just seeing him leave. I'm like, wow, he's got a beard now a deep voice. He's in college. What's next?
1: Were you looking forward to them being added on the schedule for those four days, or was are you, are you kind of happy that might not happen? With oh it?
2: yes! As soon as look, I'm competitive, so as soon as the schedule dropped, first I was happy because the schedule dropped. Yes. Two, I saw Penn State on our schedule, and I said, "Oh yeah, James Franklin, here we come!" And then they come to us. They were coming here. They were coming to Memorial Stadium. So our family was packed and ready. They were ready to come down to Champagne. And I say, well, since you're coming to my stadium, you got to sit on the right side.
1: Well, Ashton, I wanted to give you this chance because I've seen you be vocal about it on social media, which I think is really important. And In addition to a pandemic, which we're all struggling with, we all wish in a week you guys would be playing football, right? But we're seeing sports take a stand against social injustice, racial injustice in this country. How are you doing? and and is is there anything you'd like to tell people?
2: Look, Jeremy, you hit a spot. Yeah. Um, it's been an emotional time. I think one, it's emotional because of the messages or the different messages behind Black Lives Matter. I think we should be willing. all of us, no matter the race, should be willing to understand what that truly means. Uh, what that represents and what that message is behind it. And it's a lot of things happening, you know, with police officers, uh, with more and more black lives being taken now in our past before my time. And I think right now it's just unraveling a 2020 that we all never knew we needed. So, That look, that's my, that's my thoughts on that. Um, I made it a video yesterday on Twitter and I felt like it was needed. I felt like I needed to speak up. I needed to say something. Um, But yeah, that's my thoughts. I checked on my brother last night, um, checked on a couple of our players here, you know, just to see how they are, make sure they're safe during this time. I know Champaign is probably one of the safest places here or in the nation whether that's COVID-19 or whether that's police brutality and what's going on right now. So makes me feel good to be where I am right now in this wonderful city and with wonderful people.
1: Ashton, you said 2020 may be needed. Um, I, I, I kind of agree with you of just these things, you know, we we look at them and we evaluate ourselves. Um, what, what do you hope, what's your hope right now of, of what can all come out of this?
2: I think just being in athletics, my biggest hope is, you know, root for the players that are playing that are of color, but also root for them when they're off the field and they're walking around as an average citizen or a normal person. You know what I mean? Um, Sometimes, you know, you can see an athlete walking on the street, but you would never know they're an athlete. And that perception, it shouldn't be that way. You know what I mean? It, it, we should all be treated fairly, be treated equally. Um, I've had many people message me last night and say that I didn't even know you were black. Mm. And that breaks my heart. Because that kind of tells me the perception that they're giving me. And now, you know, their perception is changing because they found out that I'm a black woman. Mm. Again, that's, that's really heartbreaking.
1: Yeah. And I think, Ashton, listen, I can't have that perspective, right? Um, And I feel like that's why for me, I've tried to listen, I've tried to support, I've tried to do all those things. So for people that, you know, can't understand what you're going through, um, what should they do right now?
2: Um, Right now, the best thing to do is one, of course, vote. And vote in a way that you feel that you should be most proud of. Um, two would be to listen and to learn. Take time to learn. Cause I know we all have different opinions and you know, it comes to a point where we want to be in this mindset of, oh, that's wrong or that's right. Or just, just sit back and listen, just take time. And if you don't understand, you know, always ask, be willing to ask, be willing, like I said, be willing to learn about it, more, more about the situation. And again, the meaning of BLM, Black Lives Matter.
1: Ashton, I've always said this, I, I feel privileged to be involved with sports, especially a football team, but you even see it with the, the men's basketball team, women's basketball team. Just uh, how many people come from different backgrounds for to, to go for one common goal? I, I almost feel like that is America, right? Like I feel like when you get those people together, they're exposed to each other and they learn different things about each other and they see each other's humanity and their different backgrounds. And I I just wish even me just watching that and interacting with the football program or the basketball program, uh, I just feel like I get to see more of America that I normally wouldn't in my little, you know, hometown or whatever it is. So I, I just wish more people were kind of exposed like football players and and athletes are exposed and to to different people, different cultures, all that thing.
2: I absolutely agree with you. And I love that one common goal because that's what it is. All guys of different backgrounds, different cultures, different religions, uh, different family raising and upbringing. And they're all together as brothers. That's what we like to say. No matter the color of your skin, we're all brothers and sisters in this, and we're all in this together.
1: Well, Ashley, I know you guys are hard at work despite no games. Um, I know 2022 you can contact here very shortly. You guys are a long way going in 2021, and I know you're always looking to add uh, to the roster. Just what do you guys have up upcoming uh, in just this recruiting push?
2: Our recruiting push? Well, getting that hashtag cranked up for 2022 – um making up you know our plans for our social media background and what we're going to do with there as far as recruiting wise uh getting these graphics sent out to 2021 and you know like i said keep this thing rock, rocking and rolling this is a great time to be in champagne illinois so i hope others feel the same look champagne and urbana because i know they feel bad when i leave them out and i you leaving <laughs> you guys <out. laughs>
1: learned a lot um what goes into a hashtag for for a class how, how much how much thought, how much you know deliberation goes into that?
2: Um, it's got to be you know something catchy, something that you know we can catch on to, and most importantly, the recruits can catch on to. Like they just love saying, so it's it's got to be like that. Um, it's got to be I like to say not too long, kind of short and spazzy. Um. But yeah just something catchy and something that just you keep seeing on your timeline on twitter and it never stops that's the goal it never stops it just keeps going so
1: xxii so they kind of go 22 in roman numerals into the ill how did that one come about and what role did you play there ashley
2: oh man look i'm gonna have to give that all to chef tp that's what i call him it's our graphic designer for football travis perry um he came in a recruiting meeting yesterday Told us what he liked and told us, you know, the fixture behind the Roman numerals. We were like, let's do it. Let's go for it. And like I said, that's Chef TP. He's always on it. So shout out to Travis.
1: Social media is such a big part of recruiting, Ashton. Um Travis is obviously a big part of that. I know Pat and all those guys are a part of it. But what do you think you can add from from your experience and and really uh being the youngest person I believe in that staff?
2: <laughs> look, look, don't tell everybody's age. <laughs> um I think just you know what Coach Smith said before: just bringing innovative ideas and how to portray that on social media and how to keep that rolling where you—that's all you're seeing on your timeline. So that—that's a way that you know I can help with this and help with this recruiting class, especially with 21 and 22. So both of them, helping with both, but just bringing that innovative kick to it—that's the best part.
1: Ashton Washington, Director of High School Relations for Illinois. Ashton appreciate your time, appreciate your insight. Uh, and it's good to see you um, even if it's virtual. <laughs> hopefully hopefully soon we actually get to meet in person uh, and we can get back to some normalcy at some point.
2: Look, I can't wait to meet you in person. you know, whether that's six feet, ten feet, you know everything changes each day, but can't wait to see you in person, Jeremy. Thank you so much for having me.
1: I think anyone who's interacted with Ashton Washington has come away impressed. Lovey Smith certainly does. Uh, she's got a warmth about her, but also an ambition and a drive about her that is uh, very appealing. And I, I talked to with somebody within the, the football program here recently about her, and they say she just is one of the first people, prospects, their parents, um, possible people within the program they're coming to visit – We'll meet. And uh, she's obviously very warm, very inviting, uh, but she's very fun to be around as well. And and she obviously knows the game with her family. Her her brother Parker plays for Penn State now, a a four-star prospect in his own right. Her grandfather, her father, both were big into sports. So uh, she understands the the sports dynamic of everything, and she understands the game. And it's going to be really interesting to see how she grows into this job and what she can add to Illinois. Now, does that mean they'll... Get immediate dividends in the class of 2022, which will be her first for recruiting cycle. I'm not sure. Uh, I think one big thing right now is, you know, people aren't able to meet her in person. We we talked about that with her, obviously, but, you know, that's going to be one of her strengths is when they come on visits, game day visits, they get to be around her. The parents get to be around her. And Ashton mentioned this to me in May that, you know, if you're a a mother or grandmother, um, there might be just a, a little bit more... Comfort talking with Ashton About some certain things um, So I, I think that's another thing that Lovey Smith knew that maybe some people On his staff because they're male can't provide um, So I, I think that was A really interesting hire by Lovey Smith I think he, he said back in February A female will be walking through These hallways shortly as he was doing an interview With us in uh, the Smith Center And that's true uh, Just six months later Ashton Washington Has her office set up and, and she's getting To work on the recruiting trail even if it is just inside the Illinois football offices right now and on Zoom calls. She's a very impressive individual, and I hope you enjoyed getting to know a little bit more about her and to hear a little bit more from her. As always, we appreciate you listening to the Alana Inquirer podcast. If you don't already, subscribe to us, rate us, review us wherever you get your podcast. That helps us out. We always appreciate it. And we got a lot of basketball content up on the site right now. Derek Piper just put up uh, yesterday his big board, basically in the class of 2021, ranking the Alana basketball's positions of need. And he included a new name of interest and maybe a position that ranks higher on the list than you would have assumed. Also, also, we caught up with Kofi Coburn today, the Illini sophomore center, the reigning Big Ten freshman of the year. Uh, why he returned to Illinois, I already have a piece up on the website about how he plans to show the NBA that he's a fit. A lot of people calling him an old school big, maybe would have been better off if he were born a generation earlier in the 80s or 90s is kind of what they were looking for. Uh, But chat with Kofi a little bit about that and an NBA draft expert about what he thinks about Kofi's transition to the NBA. So that's up on the site. Derek's got a piece about how he impacts Illinois. And uh, Gavin Good's going to do a piece on on Kofi talking about uh, just – he came up with a shirt that said more than an athlete when we were on the zone call with him. And he spoke about speaking up the voices of athletes who are speaking up against uh, social injustice. So we chatted with that about him. So we'll have that up there as well. We do have a lot of Illinois football recruiting content coming up next week as well. Just want to give you a little tease of that. So now is a great time because there's only a couple days left of this deal. Guys, 50% off an annual VIP membership to Illini inquire. That's more than $50. Of savings for a year, and I know there's no sports going on, but uh, ask anybody who's, who's subscribed to the site. I think they tell you uh, we make it worth your while and then some. So if you don't already, now's a great chance to sign up. A fifty dollars savings, fifty percent off. But you only got until August thirty first. That's just a few days, guys, to get to take advantage of that deal. As always, we appreciate listening to the podcast, checking out the stuff on the site as well. Have a great day, everybody. We'll chat to you next time on the Illini Inquirer podcast.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.